We're joined by Catherine McDonald, who's a global news crime reporter. And um, this morning, a press conference was held by the uh, Durham Police Force. They were talking about the remains of a second woman that had been found in the Oshawa home where Rory Hashi's body was discovered um, back, I believe, in December. Uh, Catherine, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for being here. Can you uh, take us back to the beginning of the story? And I know that uh, there is a uh, a figure that's very prominent in this story by the name of Adam Strong. Okay. So back um, in December, Adam Strong was charged with indecent interference with a dead body uh, in relation to the disappearance of a missing teenager from Oshawa named Rory Hache. She was reported missing in the end of August of 2017. In September, early September, two fishermen found a female human torso in the inner harbor in Oshawa. And uh, two months later, in November of 2017, police confirmed that the DNA from that torso was that of Rory Hache. Uh, fast forward to end of December 2017, police then um, said that they had been called to a home on McMillan Drive in Oshawa where Adam Strong lived, and that's when they found more of Rory Hache's remains. He was never charged with homicide with her murder. He was only charged with indecent interference with a dead body. At the time, we asked police, why not homicide charges? They didn't have the evidence. So all they had was evidence to, to say that he had somehow interfered allegedly with the body of Hache. And that Today, could be dumping? Um, it, I, it, from my understanding, they found some of her, the, the parts okay. of, 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 of this young woman. They found her remains, mm-hmm. and through DNA, they were able to confirm it was Rory's DNA. Mm. In the meantime, I've been to court many times with this family. Adam Strong remains in custody. They spent a month at his house. They sent away a lot of evidence. Uh, they were digging in the backyard. They were going through uh, the house with a fine-tooth comb. They were there for about a month. Today, they announced that they, in April, they got back um, some of the results from the forensic uh, you know, investigation into what they found, and they say that they found um, remains, um, unidentified remains of another, not remains, like, let, me, let me clarify, I want to give you the exact wording, because they mm-hmm. actually did not find remains. They found, um, quote, unknown female DNA profile found mm-hmm. in the basement. So they didn't find remains, they found a profile, and it looks like it's, it, the prof- this, this DNA belongs to an 18-year-old woman uh, by the name of Candace Fitzpatrick. She went missing in 2008. She, too, was 18, like Rory Hache. She was from Oshawa. Her parents apparently didn't report her missing until 2010. Um, I, from what I understand, uh, she was a perennial runaway. She may have had a drug addiction problem. Uh, and so that perhaps that may be why police didn't take a missing persons report right away, because she had a history of running away. Uh, so obviously this is quite a revelation Revelation mm-hmm. that uh, they, they now say they have DNA from two young, young women who went missing 10 years apart, both Oshawa teens. Uh, Adam Strong has not been charged with anything in relation to uh, the DNA of Candace Fitzpatrick. Her family is very relieved, uh, but also horrified. I just, I see that her father has posted on a Facebook page um, uh, to help find his missing daughter. He's been waiting for 10 years for any word on what happened, and now he's learned that uh, the same man who is charged in relation to the disappearance of Rory Hache and the, uh, is now also charged with his own daughter's disappearance. I was looking at the house in question because I understand they're going to continue on at the house. They've announced that they're going to uh, start to dig in the backyard. Is that correct? 
Right. So they had a search warrant back in December when Adam Strong was arrested. At the time, from what I understood, police sources told me they actually found human remains in the pipes of this house. Uh, one of the neighbors may have had, I think the pipes were blocked, as a matter of fact, and that's why they called in a plumber who then made this discovery. And that's how police were notified. So uh, back then they did uh, they had a search warrant, a long search warrant. They spent almost a month in that home. They have now uh, obtained another search warrant, and they're going to be digging in the backyard. Uh, you know, we asked, what more might you find? And I guess they didn't dig as extensively as they'd like to dig now. So uh, obviously he's been in custody since December of 2017. They're now asking anyone who may have seen him or helped him hauling a boat, an 18-foot boat, um, to, to notify them. They're, talk, they're talking, looking for anyone who knew Adam Strong. And back in December when he was arrested, we spoke to a number of people who knew him. Uh, he frequented a shelter, a drop-in shelter. I spoke to people back then who said he was kind of an odd guy. He worked yeah. in a gas station. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he frequented downtown Oshawa where these young women were last seen. Catherine, when you talk about him frequenting the shelter, what would he do? He'd just go hang out? Now, this I did an interview back in February, I believe it was. I had been out here in Oshawa uh, for a court appearance, and I found out that he had been at a shelter, like a drop-in shelter, and he would go hang out. And, Mm. uh, you know, it was a place where you could go and socialize. Uh, he, from what I remember, he didn't have a car. He rode his bike to the shelter. And and uh, so I think that's why they're looking for someone who helped him tow the boat, because he did have a boat, according to police. And from what we know, he didn't have a, a car himself. So how did he get the boat to the water? Right. Um, he also said, this is interesting, Adam Strong lamented on social media that it was difficult for a sexual freak like him to meet women. Yeah, he had a very strange uh, Facebook uh, profile that has since been taken down. He had uh, pictures. I I think he had a machete in one picture, um, and he had some creepy photos. I can't even remember what they looked like now, but he he was a... um, I remember being in court one day, and he was complaining to the Justice of the Peace about the food in custody. And, of course, the family of Rory Hache, who's waiting uh, for any word that he might be charged with murder, but they know he had something... He allegedly had something to do with their daughter's body. They, They were so upset that here's this guy, you know, charged in connection with the disappearance of their daughter, whose torso was found, and, you know, allegedly more remains found in his apartment, and he's complaining about the treatment he's getting in in jail. So he's definitely um, a very strange fellow based on his profile. Like I said, he worked in a gas station. He frequented drop-ins and shelters, a number of shelters in, in, uh, in the city of Oshawa. And people who I spoke to said he was very strange. In addition to the remains in his basement apartment uh, on McMillan Drive in Oshawa, which, by the way, I was looking at the neighborhood and it looks fairly commercial. There's a parking garage nearby, a roller rink. It would be hard for neighbors to, you know, really be looking at your comings and goings because it looks fairly transient. In the basement apartment where he lived, they also found an explosive device. What do you know That's about right. that? Yeah, that's true. Back in December when they went in, they found uh, a homemade explosive device, you know, maybe because he was worried about someone coming in and he wanted to, it was like a booby trap from what I remember, allegedly. And so they did charge him in connection with that. Uh, But yeah, maybe that was his way of protecting his apartment from intruders. Wow. So the plan now is for the police to uh, search the property. It's It's not a massive property. They will start to dig in the backyard in the near future. Do they give it timeline? No, they haven't given us a timeline. Obviously, they're, they're obviously looking for more remains of this teenager who would have been 28 today uh, if she were alive. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, this, is, this, this case, you know, the, begs the question, and we asked this of homicide detectives, are you going to be looking at other missing persons mm-hmm. cases? And uh, they say that uh, they go back, you know, 
to the 1960s, they only really have 43 or 46 outstanding missing persons cases that they that where the people are unaccounted for. There are a couple they're looking at. You know, you, you have to wonder if, if he was involved with a girl who went missing 10 years ago and now another girl who went missing last year, were there for potentially other young women that he may have come into contact with who have never been found? So, I mean, I'm making a major leap, but if he's 45 years old and, uh, you know, started allegedly started something, it, it could go back, you know, at least 25 years. Uh, so we, we aren't saying that. They right. aren't saying that. Uh, so to spe- that's speculation. But sure. Obviously, they are. If there are, if they now have the DNA profile of two uh, missing girls uh, that they've located, I'm sure they're they're they they are absolutely looking at trying to link him to other missing persons cases. Catherine, I know you're following uh, the MacArthur trial as well, or, right. or case investigation as well. It's not a trial yet. It will go to trial, but who knows when that'll happen. Um, they are continuing the investigation at Mallory Crescent. They were uh, they found more human remains there. What's What is the latest on that? They're back at the house today. They're, they're digging uh, down a sort of down the ravine just off uh, the south side of the house where they say that MacArthur basically uh, built his own compost pile. And that's where they've, they ele- the police say they found human remains uh, on two days last week, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, they were back there Friday. Monday, they took a day off for the postmortem, um, the autopsy on those remains that were found on Wednesday and Thursday. And today they are back there at the scene. Funnily enough, Durham Regional Police uh, were brought in to help with that dig, with the excavation. Uh, they were not there Friday. And uh, I'm guessing that they are busy now digging here in Oshawa, uh, too busy to help Toronto police. These cases have actually kind of run parallel. Mm-hmm. Um, back when MacArthur was arrested back in December, I was also here at the house of Adam Strong in Oshawa. So uh, the timing on these cases has been a little bit eerie because they are somewhat similar in that, you know, uh, police allege these two men, MacArthur and Strong, are um, somehow connected to missing, you know, in, in MacArthur's case, they allege she's responsible for eight homicides and maybe, you know, and they're still looking for remains. And here we have Adam Strong, a man who is now connected to two missing teens uh, from Oshawa dating back 10 years. It's worrying stuff. Uh, Catherine, I really appreciate your time and we'll continue to check in with you on these cases. No problem. Thanks Thanks so much. That's uh, Catherine McDonald, Global News crime reporter.